0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're back. We are back. It's it's Jared and Corey, Unusual Suspects,
1: episode five. Officially, we we hit the the, the trademark man. We hit the number. Yeah.
0: yeah, number five. It's uh, it's about to be December.
1: Man, it's yo we hit the
0: last month of twenty twenty.
1: This feels like it's been the longest year and the shortest year at the same damn time.
0: Yo, this year has been like a century.
1: Yo, I don't even. I don't even. It's hard to explain, right? Because it feels like you know time is moving fast. But I mean, we started off with uh, with Kobe. Yo,
0: yeah. Think about know, that. Feels like a lifetime ago, up, bro. That was like the first domino that fell.
1: Tell me that don't feel like a lifetime ago, though.
0: Man, it it, it really does. Like, dude, they were playing NBA games with full crowds. People were going out to bars. People were going to concerts. Like, without a care in the world.
1: Man, when I tell you... yeah, it
0: feels feels like that was years ago.
1: I can't even imagine... I can't even imagine how much we have lost in this year. And you know what's crazy? Like, 2019, right? 2019 was crazy. Everybody was saying, like, (laughs) 2019 was absolutely (laughs) horrible. But the issue with 2019 was just like, yo, 2020 is going to be our year. Nigga, 2020. <laughs> oh my yo, god, um, yo. And yo, I've seen that like I seen this shit all, like all around how, how you know, like they have that meme where the black girl is walking up the steps. I
0: was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <out. laughs>
1: Nobody <laughs> is talking about 2021 is gonna be their year. Everybody is motherfucking quiet, nigga. You hear me?
0: Yo, I saw someone tweet. They were like, "Yo, are you?" Has anybody even bought a 2021 planner? <laughs> like, are Yo. You, are you brave enough to try and plan out next year?
1: I didn't even think about that, man. That That's <laughs> wild. Because I damn sure did Yo, not. Like,
0: people just survive week to week. We're not trying to think about 12 months ahead.
1: Yo, people just trying to stay alive.
0: Yo. I think that's real. Yo, I think peak... People are trying to stay alive.
1: I think... Pete twenty twenty is Young Thug saying that Andre three thousand isn't for the call. Uh, man, if you
0: don't, <laughs> yo, I, mean, I,
1: I, I you, can't even pay attention to stuff like
0: that. Yo,
1: my stomach hurt, <laughs> I man. I saw, saw that. Involved. But yo, shout out to Ti for for guiding the misguided. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> shout out to Chip. Yeah,
0: you know, you know, it's bad if Ti has to be the voice of reason. <laughs> 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 that's, that's not too bad, to look, bro. You know what
1: I'm saying? He, <laughs> yo, he's a very passionate young young man. You know what I'm saying? He's very passionate, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, twenty twenty has been such a crazy, crazy year, man. All these businesses have been shut the fuck down, man. Like I don't even know how. I don't know how we have been staying, like how America. <laughs> Has been keeping alive, man. Like it, it, it goes to show how resilient we are as Americans.
0: Yeah, no, and that's and that's a very positive way to flip it. Um, we are very, very resilient. Because, yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't want to blow up anybody's spot, right? But it's like blow them up. If you ask anybody, like, what's your financial situation looking like this year? Look, unless you're Jeff Bezos. Or Elon Musk, or you're somewhere in that top 1%, yeah. you probably had <laughs> a shitty financial year, right? Yeah. Um, and yet, yeah, there, there's a couple people who found ways to flip 2020, and kudos to them. Um, but most of us haven't had the best financial year, but we're still here. Yep. We're still kicking. You mm-hmm. still have people coming up with new businesses, people trying to launch something new, trying to stay alive. Um, we, we still have some fight in us, And that, that is beautiful to see. It is but you know what I think it is, people too? People are still fighting the good fight.
1: The difference is this right here, right? When you look at how much money, right, the Canadian government gave their citizens. Wait. Yo, they're giving these niggas like 4000 a month, hey. right? I'm paraphrasing. 4, $4K a month, um, 750 per child, um, uh, uh you don't have to pay for anything when it comes down to healthcare, right? Cuz they have universal healthcare, right? They are literally looking out for these people for months, like 8 months, 9 months, 10 months, you know what I'm saying? Because they understand what it is, right? Dubai, right? Dubai and like Saudi Arabia. If I'm not mistaken, if you were born and raised in those spots, you get a piece. It it is almost like owning a stock, right? You get a piece mm-hmm. of the money that that country makes, so you have your pretty much money coming in. Do you think? Well, do you think that America is uh, with this new Biden administration that they're going to hit us with like a real stimulus package?
0: So that that's a great question. I definitely think we're going to see another stimulus package come out once Biden is inaugurated. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of get the feeling because, look, a lot of this genuinely depends on the runoff election in Georgia, um, mm-hmm. which, by the way, you still have you have a couple more days to request your absentee ballot. I got my ballot. I'm getting ready to vote this week. Um, I
1: have to say something about that, but I'm comes, not going to interrupt, but go ahead.
0: It comes down to this runoff election. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Republicans don't have the Senate we're definitely going to see another stimulus package, but my feeling is telling me we're going to see something similar to what we saw in, uh, March, right. What I guess, April, um, um, I don't know if Biden is gonna, I guess you can say lean more progressive and induce an extended check month to month.
1: I've seen people suggest that. Like if you see like Andrew Yang, um, Shout out to Yang. pushing that.
0: Um, yeah, shout out to the Gang Gang.
1: Gang Gang, Yang <laughs> um, Gang. But
0: I see another package, package getting passed. Yeah. But I don't know if we're going to see that month to month. I, I think they're going to be a bit hesitant about that.
1: Well, let me say, since we have a platform, right? We're, we're, like, we're building this mm-hmm. platform. So there was a, um, a conspiracy theory. Well, not really a conspiracy theory, but conspiracy theory saying that in Georgia, for black female voters specifically who who reside in Georgia, who have been voting for years, they're saying that they're being scrubbed from, from being able to vote. And my sister told me about this. No, she saw it. She sent it to me. So, you know, she's going to vote for that specific, very important election that's going on. And guess what? She just voted— For that. She's not registered to vote. She's been scrubbed. So she reached out to my aunties. My mom and everything. So you know you have certain people. Who are like conspiracy theorists right. She called my auntie. My aunt who just been voting. For 10 years 15 years 20 years. They didn't have any record. Of her being able to vote. She wasn't registered to vote. So she had to redo it. And guess who else they just hit. My motherfucking mom nigga. My mom went down there to vote. She had to say an extra wow. two hours because they scrubbed her. So yeah.
0: wow.
1: So all I'm saying is for we're saying this is important. We should reach out and specifically it's very weird. It's I just know three women in my in my life who live in Georgia who've been scrubbed. So you should check to make sure your status is one hundred. So reach out to everyone you know oh, and yeah. love who are in there and and check and see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it it takes it takes a couple seconds to just go online. Um, you can go to the, the Georgia State um, website. Yeah. You can check your voter status. You can check if you do an absentee ballot. You can check if it's been requested, um, if your ballot has actually been received. Um, so definitely, definitely make sure you do that.
1: Absolutely.
0: You, you know, hey, vote your conscience. That's what I always tell people. I don't tell people who to vote for, but you got to vote. You have to. It's so it's so simple to vote. And, you know, if they really are scrubbing people's uh, voter registration, that's crazy. Georgia does not have the best record. We, we saw the governor election with Kemp and Stacey Abrams. Oh, my God. That was a
1: mess. Um, oh, my God.
0: They don't have a great yeah. record. So you, you really have to be on top of these things. You really do.
1: And, yo, I know this is not what we're talking about, but just think about that, man. You can do voter fraud. And our response is, yeah, Georgia doesn't have a great record. If we were to do some shit like that, we will be under federal prison, man.
0: Yo, isn't that crazy? It's it's crazy, man, but you know, we've just, we've, you know, black people, we've experienced so much. And yeah, even the way we talk about these things, they're, they're really like asinine things, right? Yeah. But we talk about them in such a casual way because we're so used to them. Um, Yeah, it's a, I don't know. Maybe it's a coping mechanism
1: where you just. Yeah. And what they say, there's like, oh my God, look at the great African-American spirit. Like, young niggas is breaking the law. (laughs) We're talking about an African-American spirit. Stop (laughs) breaking the law. Well, anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. stop. But anyway, man, like, I wonder what would you think would be the maximum that they would give Americans? And do you feel, oh, wait, Uh, oh, oh, here's a question. What is a maximum, and do you feel that they can give us too much money?
0: Uh, yes, they can give us too much money. Mm-mm. I don't think they will. No, I'm playing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, because we're, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into that a little bit about the cost of getting free money, right? Yeah. But in terms in terms of that max, I would say look. Maybe that twelve hundred becomes two grand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the monthly checks would be great. I, I don't know. My guest's telling me we're not going to see that. I think we're going to. Everybody's going to get one more check, right? And maybe they'll. They should expand the PPP program, and they should make the records of what companies get uh, the payroll protection money. It should be public. Everyone should be able to see that because, man, it's just the, the system is so broken the Lakers don't need $2 million or however much it was from the federal government. You you, you don't need that, man. Yeah. Um, so it needs to be public. They need to be stricter about who gives that money. Give it to the small businesses because a lot of people are struggling and you know, we keep going through this cycle of the same thing in 2008 with all these bailouts to the banks and the auto industry got all this money, which, you know, arguably some people say it worked out well for everybody, but, all these big companies get federal money. Essentially no interest or very low interest money from the government. Yeah. But the regular people, man, we struggle. We got to wait in line. We we got to wait at the food bank to get, you know, whatever the government's going to give yeah, us. Yeah, we in Russia. It's,
1: uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we in, in, in line for potato soup, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I really hope we see a bit of a balancing act. And, even saying it out loud uh, <laughs> because we're seeing, you know, the Senate and the house isn't looking all that different from the last session. Yeah. A few new, you know, younger um, faces have come in, but I, I just really hope that they flip the next stimulus package a bit and they really, really focus on these small businesses and individuals getting a little bit more money in their pocket.
1: I agree. Here's the one thing I disagree I think they need to give us a lot of money. I'm going to tell you why. Like, a lot of money. I don't think that there's a... a I mean, obviously, like they're not going to go over budget and and break the bank. But the reason why I think they yeah. should give us a shit ton of money is... Here's what I felt, right? I hate to be the the whole tap guy, right? But, but what I felt was the fact that the reason why we didn't get a second... Um, a hero's act, where we got a lump sum of money and and uh, uh, you know unemployment and all that good stuff, is because they felt like the people who were get, who were uh, uh, who was helping was minorities, Hispanics and Blacks, and I think that no. and I think that this specific current administration wasn't fucking with us. And me, like I live in Cali, right? So I remember driving around Cali. I'm just like, yo, I guess the COVID got a lot of people like like getting rid of their furniture and making space. So, you know, they got their family, they're at home now, it's COVID. Nah, niggas was getting evicted. (laughs) All that furniture I saw was of people getting evicted. And I think that a lot of times we we confuse resilience of someone who knows how to survive and saying, Oh yo, these niggas don't need no money. And I think that. I think that's kind of like backwards thinking, and we need to actually give Americans money, man. Like, it's not our fault. Like, the administration fucked up. Of course, we was going to get hit, but we need to give niggas money. We bail out everybody but us. When companies fail and they file for Chapter 11, who gets the money? Who gets the big packages is the executives, not the workers or the bloodline. So... I do agree with you in saying that like, there is a certain amount of money that's too much where someone might be kind of taking advantage, but y'all niggas need to catch up. Y'all did, like, what, one stimulus check? Two? Or was it one?
0: It was just one. Yeah, it was one. It
1: was just one. Nigga, we were in December. Yeah, no, I
0: mean, look, don't get me wrong. The government definitely needs to give up more money to individual Americans. Right. Because everybody's struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, don't, don't even get me started on like what they might be doing with this vaccine. I swear if you guys try and charge people or let it go through people's insurance, it's going to drive me crazy. I remember, I can't remember which company it was one of the companies working on a vaccine. Their CEO put out a statement saying that the vaccine was going to cost like 1500 through your insurance or something like that. And I, who, who knows what's going to happen with that? Man. But look, people are struggling. Just put cash in people's hands. It alleviates so many problems that people are facing, right? A lot of these people who lost their jobs, it's not their fault. If, if a warehouse or a distribution center shuts down because of COVID or a state puts down restrictions because of COVID uh, and somebody loses their job, it's not their fault. Don't, don't let them suffer because we're collectively... Dealing uh, with this issue, um, in in terms of the why, look what a lot of people forget. Mm-hmm. If you look at things like, uh, like welfare, yeah, right. You know, the right have always used it as, oh, you know, uh, there's welfare babies and you know, blacks and Hispanics are just taking advantage of the system. The majority of people on welfare are white. Yeah. The majority of people on food stamps are white. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, let's if we really re- the statistics about race when it comes to welfare and government assistance assistance programs have really, really been skewed to make it seem as if minorities are just getting free money from the government and they're being lazy. Yeah. and it's just it's such a backwards perception. Um, look, no matter what your race is, everybody has been struggling during this pandemic. So I, I really don't want to hear anyone use that as an excuse to not give out more money. We can give money to Goldman Sachs and we can give money to Chase and all these other big banks, and you know, Amazon gets all these federal grants. No, people need cash in their hands. That's the important thing.
1: Yeah, cause, because I think another thing too is one, it's gonna it's gonna jumpstart, not really jumpstart, but it's gonna keep the economy going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like once you start forcing people to spend a certain way, or telling people you have to spend your money a certain way, or don't give in anybody any cash, someone may need that money to survive in a way that you don't understand. So yeah, like give, give these niggas <laughs> some money, man. Give me a package, man. <laughs> give me a package, man. I need stimulation, man. Yeah. I need a stimulus package, man. Fuck that, man. Mm-mm. Just
0: like think about it, man. Like we just had, we just had Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And people, can you imagine that in the middle of pandemic, in the middle of an economic crisis, you still have a retail stores saying, "Hey, come out and shop. It's it's all good. You you'll be safe. Just wear a mask. Come out, buy whatever you want. We got all these crazy deals." They're still pushing this consumer narrative, right? Trying to act as if everything is okay, but literally at the point where the cases have never been higher.
1: In the US man it's crazy. you see you know, have you seen the numbers
0: if you want us to shop you better send us
1: some money <laughs> man look let me tell you something man they got it they got they got us fucked up man they got us fucked up here's the two things I was betting on right one I was betting on the arrogance of Trump right I was hoping Trump was gonna be like I'm gonna give the biggest stimulus package Just so I can outdo Biden so when he come in, people will get mad and we said that, like, you know what I'm saying? I was in the office. Or do something to throw him off. Or when Biden gets in the office, Biden will outdo whatever Trump did so he looks like. Because, look, let me tell you something. Once you step into that position, right, you're fiscally responsible for America's money. So you don't necessarily want to just blow them. Not like not blow the money. You don't necessarily want to spend the money on a stimulus packets when people are surviving without it. Right. Cause we're resilient. But I'm hoping that Biden is trying to not look like, cause he's trying to unite the left and the right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He got to spend some money, man. And he got to do better than what Trump did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know,
0: he, he certainly has, um, I mean, yeah, Trump tried to make it seem like he wanted to pass a big stimulus package, but he couldn't pull it off. Because like most things, he's not very good at
1: what he says he's good at. No, that nigga... Uh, so that he's never
0: going to be able to pull off the largest stimulus package that America's ever seen. That it's, it's nigga's never a gonna p-
1: he's good at That nigga is good at talking slick and making you get excited <laughs> about some shit. Well, not me, but, you know, you, you know the poor... <laughs> right. Yeah, the poor guys. But, um, yeah, like like... I'm just curious, I'm hopeful that Biden will pull, pull it off and do what he has to do, because all he has to do is drop the numbers. And to drop the numbers,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, I guess what did he say? Like, we have to sit in the house for six to eight weeks? Is that what he's saying?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And, and yeah, look, again, if you're going to ask people to stay home, because this, this is where they messed it up, if you ask people to stay home and at first, okay, fine. You gave everyone a $1,200 stimulus check. You indicated that more stimulus was coming. It never came. If you want people to stay home to combat the virus, which sounds like uh, it's a plan that makes sense, it only works if you pay people to stay home. Pay people to stay home, give businesses grants and tax credits to reduce their liability, to make up for the losses that they have during these lockdowns. Just compensate people, plain and simple. So Okay, guess what? Telling people to stay home and mm-hmm. not compensating them, does not work. Oh, that's it, it, it.
1: That just lets you know that you got a greedy like uncle that don't wanna give you no more. Amen. <laughs> hey, I told you to cut the front yard and the backyard. like you're my uncle, that's like seven acres. <laughs> you're like, nah, you good it's good for your shit. <laughs> and you gotta pay for your gas. But here's a question, man, right? <laughs> And I mentioned this last podcast, right? Last podcast, I said, what if um, Moderna comes out with this this shit, right? And the vaccine don't work, right? So now we're locked down. We obviously see America has a lot of money, right? We literally have a billionaire that can pay us tons of money. Every American tons of money, half a million dollars and he'd still be a billionaire, right? A multi-billionaire Yeah. My question is my question is if if they can't get this shit locked down, right? If we're really sitting in in COVID-19 for another two, three years how do you feel about universal basic income? Would you feel comfortable with that? And do you think that America would actually incorporate that bitch?
0: This is a this is a really really tough one for me. Um,
1: Wait, should we explain what I UBI think, is? What universal basic income is?
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that that'll help. Um, at, at the very least, our understanding of UBI. Um, essentially, the government agrees to pay people a basic uh, living wage. Right. And I, I got uh, it. I got it pulled up if you yeah, want me to yeah. read
1: it to you. Let me read Sorry, it out to ahead. you. Uh, uh, I got pull it pulled up if you want me to read it out.
0: Mm, no, go
1: ahead. Universal Basic Income, UBI, is a government program in which every adult citizen receives a set amount of money on a regular basis. The goals of the basic income system are to alleviate poverty and to replace other need based s- social programs that. Potentially require greater bureaucratic involvement.
0: Boom. Cool. Okay, that, that was much better than what I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. UBI is just such a it's such a fascinating concept um, because we've never really seen it take place at least not in in America. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me feels like it could work, and I say that because look. We have a very big homeless problem in America, particularly in places like L.A. with Skid Row. Oh, my God. America is just such a rich country. You know, the level of poverty that people experience, um, it's it's a bit jarring, right, for one of the richest countries and one of the most powerful countries in the world. Um, If we can find a way, because I don't think it's, it's not an issue of being able to afford it. We, we spend almost, you know, forgive me if I'm not exactly correct, but we spend almost $700 billion on our military every year, right? We have the money. Anytime we have a little bit of economic worry, we just print out a bunch of cash and we give it to the banks. Yeah. We have the money, right? Um, also, if you tax, you know, looking at Biden's tax plan, if you tax, you know, the top 1%, They haven't had a tax increase in a while, Mm -hmm. especially after Trump reduced their taxes, Um, (laughs) which you know everyone forgets about.
1: Oh boy! Wow! Um, But yeah,
0: (laughs) the money is there. It's it's really about prioritizing. I think having a basic living income will alleviate a lot of people's issues. Mm -hmm. Um, you know the the negative part. Oh, you let's might have it. some. There's always a cost, and I think this is my issue with UBI. It's not so much people getting money and being able to uh, lift themselves above poverty, because that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But there's a cost, and we don't know what that cost is. And I, I think that's where, yeah, you might put on a bit of a conspiracy theorist hat. But you know,
1: what's crazy. My dad always like said, "There's no such thing, thing as a life. free lunch." No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying my dad said there's no such thing as a free lunch.
0: Yeah. And that's just, that's how a world works, right? In a capitalist society, someone gives you money, they're giving you money for a specific purpose. And we've been shown time and time again that our government doesn't necessarily operate just to look out for our well-being. In some cases, they do, but not in all cases. And, and what it feels like a lot of times, not in most cases.
1: So, I wonder... No, go ahead. What's the cost? I think the cost would be control. I think the the cost would be government control, right? Because, okay, let's just say, like, I don't know why my mind goes here, but like, let's just say I'm China, right? And let's just say UBI is created to stop poverty and to like stimulate the U.S. government, the economy, and do all that stuff, right? Well, what I would do if I was China, is I would I would offer. An Alibaba for America to where oh yo you want to get TVs you could buy it directly from us i would pull that money out of your shit to push my shit so of course the us government would be like yo you have to spend it in the us right now right. let's just say you only want to spend it i'm jewish let's just say i only want to spend it in the jewish community right and all the money's going to the jewish community now that's connected to israel right no, no 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 you have to spend it in american businesses right let's just say i want to send it in all black businesses only you know what i'm saying like so then at that point how much control will the government have over how you spend that money or how you act or what type of shit you watch or what you can i can't say uh what if they say yo 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 y'all taking all this money to buy all this camera equipment record police officers fucking niggas up so yeah if you record cops you can't get ubi like where where do you draw like where would the government draw the line in controlling people and how they rock that money
0: yeah
1: or or let's just say you get an investment group uh, and you get 200 black people or 200 Asian or Filipino people, you put some money together and start buying up land.
0: (laughs) So, whoa, 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 what y'all doing over here? (laughs) (laughs) Why y'all buying all these houses next to each other?
1: (laughs) Yeah, y'all buying guns? (laughs) Why y'all buying so many guns and bullets? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it opens up a lot of doors. Uh, Yeah. You know, obviously, at you know at this point, we can only speculate, right? What the government might say, the conditions are. And you know, look, initially, maybe there's no conditions. Maybe they just give us the money. But then you get used to getting that money every month, and then they introduce certain conditions for the UBI. Uh, It it opens up a lot of strange doors because even you know, if you set aside the free speech kind of stuff or how you can spend your money. What if you have a, uh, what if you have felonies on your record? Does that mean you still have access to UBI? Because, you know, it's the same thing with, these are the same people who crafted the welfare programs. And in some states, they'll say, oh, well, to get access to welfare, you have to take a drug test.
1: Or how about even better back in the 60s where they said a man couldn't be in the house.
0: Dehumanize people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I remember it was the 60s, 60s and 70s, in order to get welfare, uh, a man could not be in the house. So as a woman, even if you fell in love with someone and you got someone, you couldn't get the money if a man was in the house. So the man had to hide when the social worker came over to check the house to see if there was a man living there. So it was a breakdown of the the black family, right? But yeah, 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 man, like it's kind of like what, What does that... But to to be honest with you, I'm a 1,000% for UBI. a 1,000%. Because all Mm. it is is, I think that, like in the beginning of the podcast, we're saying how resilient Americans are. We still going to be resilient around him. We going to figure this bitch out. You know what I'm saying? Just give me that extra money and let me maneuver. Yeah.
0: Because, you you know, look, Other people's arguments against it will say, oh, well, you know, you're just going to have people pissing their money away. But, you know, maybe that's what the government wants. They might want you to... Because, look, they're all pushing, you know, the country's economic viability, or you know, consumer confidence. You know, I saw... I think it was Boris Johnson. um, You know, the UK is on a lockdown right now. Mm -hmm. uh, And he was saying how, oh, people... should still have the confidence to shop. You know, in the middle of a lockdown, he's still saying that people should spend their money, right? And all these major uh, governments are taking the same approach. Essentially, no matter what else is going around, the number one talking point, well, okay, there's two talking points. There's stay safe from COVID and keep the economy running no matter what. No matter how many times the economy fails, keep it running. So if that means I need to give out free money so you people go out and spend, yeah. they'll give it out. So you're going to have the groups of people who go out and they spend their money on new TVs every couple months and other nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then you have other people who have, we've learned our lessons through all this crazy madness that's happened, especially the last couple of years. And you have people that will be able to build wealth even with the extra 1000 or 2000 bucks a month.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy.
0: You know what I just thought? Sorry. It's <laughs> a monologue a little bit more. now nah, let's go. Imagine as an employer. Ooh, see, here's another issue, though. If I'm a company, you know, I'm paying you your, your 50 grand a year to, you know, be a junior accountant or whatever, mm-hmm. but I know you're getting UBI, you're getting two grand a month. Oh, man. What if I say, oh, well, you're you're comfortable, right? So I'm going to reduce your pay. I'm going to reduce your benefits because... The government's giving you a certain amount to cover these
1: expenses. Well, then we'll rob like, your if, company.
0: In a way, there's a bit of a balancing act, and people end up still making the same amount as they were
1: before, if not less. Well, yo, that's the same shit that's happening with um, a lot of these companies. I don't know if it was Google or if it was—I uh, forgot what company it was, but they're saying that a lot of people are working from home. So since they're working mm-hmm. from home, and they can work from home, whatever— they're they're excising a five percent tax off of your that you have to pay out of your salary because you don't have to travel. You can sit at home. Like 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 yeah, that's a that's a major possibility. That's a major possibility. Yeah. But I think what it is is
0: yeah.
1: it has to be it has to be a hive mind when it comes down to saying fuck you to these companies. You know what I'm saying? But if you're already getting free yeah. money. If you're getting free money, I don't know, man. I might buy a brick of Coke and just, and just flip the finish, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm selling these rocks. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. It is uh, like, it's very confusing because, of course, people are going to try to get over. You just have to figure out how to. And, look, I have no doubt. Look, we've been sitting in a pandemic for like damn near a year, man, like nine months, right? Nine, ten months. Mm-hmm. With no money, we either buy our own masks, we have to buy our own disinfectors, our own toilet paper, <laughs> we have to sit at home, we're driving around, we're trying to like avoid dying and yeah. uh with no money. So with some type of universal basic income, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> oh
0: yeah. No, uh, look, that's the one thing I trust. When Americans, they'll, they'll figure it out. You know, sometimes Americans like to like to complain and moan a bit, but at the end of the day, we we find ways to, to take care of our own. Um, you know, we're, we we know how to figure out a, a nasty situation.
1: And But um, the only thing I would say is for, like, kids, if you had children, like right now, these Gen Zers, I guess that's mm-hmm. the most current. A lot of them are kind of spoiled and entitled, whatever. And you kind of, I just, my fear would be that they would lose some survival tactics.
0: Right, okay. Because we we were talking about this, right? Yeah. And, okay, look, whether it's you, because it's it's kind of the same thing, uh, you know, a lot of parents who, let's say, you know, made a decent amount of money, Mm-hmm. And especially parents who started off didn't have a lot, but they made money over time, had kids. And now their concern is if I just give my son or daughter extra cash, if I pay for all this stuff for them, will they just become soft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same conversation about UBI with these y- young people coming up, knowing that, you know, say once they turn 18, they're just going to get a check from the government every month, or are they going to have that hustle in
1: them? Mm-hmm. Keep it wanted, keep it wanted,
0: man. Initially, you'll say they probably won't, right? Because they won't have to go out and work as hard to survive. But what if, once that UBI kicks in, the cost of living goes up? What if landlords start saying, well, okay, everyone has two grand. Why should I charge less than two grand for rent, even if it's for a studio apartment?
1: Nigga, you getting two grand too. (laughs) Say that again. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, uh, you can actually turn you, you're to the same landlord said, nigga, you getting two grand, too. What are you talking about? We all getting two grand.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's just there's so many layers uh, to it. It's, it's not going to be as simple of a program. And I think that's one of my concerns. As much as I like the general concept of UBI, there's a lot of layers, and that means a lot more legislation that has to pass. Because, think about it, these landlords. We already we've seen them act real shady.
1: Oh, they kicking niggas out. Yeah, they uh They kicking, they're kicking newborn out babies out, bro. Yeah, bassinets um
0: <laughs> You know. So if there isn't an additional legislation in each state and each city saying, "Hey, you can't have these like crazy rent hikes," because you know people are getting extra money and and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but. But back to the next generation coming up, it it's going to be different for them. Um, but they're also going to have to survive in a different way because they're surviving in a digital world. Maybe their concerns aren't going to be as rooted in uh, financial security if they're getting that check every month. But, you know, they have to navigate a digital landscape. They're going to have to navigate a world where once AI really starts to kick in, oh, it's the, not going to be enough. Oh any my job.
1: goodness, you hit the nail on the head. I forgot to even bring that whole shit up. UBI <laughs> is also based off of 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 uh, of artificial intelligence taking over the the workforce.
0: Yeah,
1: there'll be a ton of jobs that's not going to be available. So you yeah. mix that with COVID, you mix that with. Like now these companies are going to have to survive, right? These big corporations with tons of cash, right? Like tons of cash in their banks are going to have to say, okay, it's dangerous to have a bunch of people flipping burgers at McDonald's or at Wendy's or Burger King, you know, let's have these little machines flip these burgers, put these cheese on it, push it out. And then we have one or two people in the building going out, like is going to affect the economy. Yeah, artificial intelligence yeah. is a real thing to offset um, To offset the actual workforce. You know what I mean? We have a ton of workers.
0: Yeah. So yeah, now it's, it's going like,
1: to be a bunch of people I, I getting pregnant. I was
0: something about uh, Amazon, right? You mm-hmm. know, you have, like, these massive Amazon warehouses that people work, and they were, they were doing this piece on how they were saying that, like, they have AI, they have cameras that essentially track how long it takes you to to prepare and move like each box, right? Yeah. And they give you targets. Like say you know, evil, it should bro. be like eleven seconds per box, right?
1: That shit is evil.
0: Yeah, and if you're not meeting your targets, they can just tell you, Oh, well, okay, don't show up tomorrow, right? Or or whatever. Like it's it's extremely strict. There's stories of people like because they're on such a strict clock, like they're peeing in water bottles, they're afraid to take bathroom breaks. They're afraid to take their their lunch breaks. this is committing
1: suicide. Jobs slowly yeah,
0: are going to be replaced by AI because it's going to make more sense for Am- from Amazon's perspective, right? If I can have a warehouse that's fully automated, what do I need people for? Except for maintenance or some IT guys. I uh, let let the building run on its own. The technology is so far advanced, and we're so close to these like massive warehouses, distribution centers being run by AI. It's, it's really only a matter of time, and it's not that much time.
1: And here's a question, right? It's the same thing like stem cell, right? Yeah. So we have to look out for human beings, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we have to look out for Americans, right? More specifically, right? Because we're American. so we have to look for Americans, like human beings as well. But I brought up stem cell because that's a technology that other countries have a more flexible moral stance on. So they may yeah. they may move forward technologically. And now imagine, imagine China feeling comfortable with AI, feeling comfortable with stem cell, mm-hmm. feeling comfortable with nuclear, right? And now, but we're just like on this moral high ground, and then all of a sudden, twenty years later, everything is China and America. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, how far do we have to? We're at this. Uh, we're at this crossroads, mm-hmm. right? Where you know we can't we can't run away from technological advancement, right? Yeah it's it's too late it's too late we're heavily invested in the technology that we use every day just for our phones and computers all of our devices in the house i mean yeah. now you have smart refrigerators you have smart ovens uh all of your appliances basic consumer items are being more automated introducing some version of ai Wh- which means if, it, if it's already in the consumer space that means in the corporate space, it has already been there for a few years before they bring it to um, the consumer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're
0: only going to see advancements and these advancements are happening faster and faster. And you're right. If we run away from them, you're going to see everybody else move light years ahead of us. And we're going to be behind, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's – Already going back to that whole thing about people saying, oh, America's the greatest country in the world. Well, no, we're not because we're not first in anything anymore because we have this uh, tension about moving forward with progress, whether it's technology, whether it's progress in regards to race relations, progress for gender equality, progress for uh, inclusion um, in our political system. We, we just keep having this back and forth with our old ways. We can't let go we it's crazy. It's like we can't let go of the past. Yeah. or For the old way of doing things. And these antiquated American traditions. The rest of the world is just barreling forward. Yeah. And yeah, it can be a bit scary, but if you run away from it, we're gonna be we're gonna be left in the dust.
1: I mean, I think that we're I think that we're kinda already Down that road? Yeah, man. Like, I'm kind of... I'm kind of curious. So, yo, like, let's... uh, I'm going to do a quick little segue, right? But still connected. Spending money, right? Like, that road. Like, we're kind of already down the road. Like, we're not first. Well, we're first in coronavirus, right? But when it comes down to... (laughs) Winning or something. Yeah. When it comes down to profitability with Black Friday, how much how much money is america really spending on american business on black friday since most yeah. of the parts come to china most of the you know what i'm saying like are we really profiting as you know what i'm saying like are we profiting maybe in a stock market with stocks for companies but i wonder who's really making that money on black friday yeah
0: I, I mean, Jeff Bezos. Getting... I mean, the the supply chain has been altered so much that really, as consumers, what we're seeing from American companies, we're seeing the brand. Mm-hmm. The marketing comes from American businesses. Yeah. From American uh, workforce, the, the marketing, the branding, uh, management of the companies, uh, sure, finance. But when it comes to like the physical product, yeah. Almost none of it is made locally, unless you're a small to mid-sized business.
1: Yeah, yeah. Any
0: large business, they're they're not building, they're not building anything here. A, a handful of companies, but that's it. Um, I mean, that's one of the reasons I like Tesla because they actually assemble their cars, um, here in the states. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's not just us. And again, this whole. You know, we're in a global village. Everything is so interconnected. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, my gosh, curious, man. like, like my curiosity man, man. is, my curiosity is, when well, you're dealing with these big fucking corporations, right? You're dealing with the Amazons, like you're dealing with the Etsy's. You're dealing with these 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 large companies, the WalMarts. Um. Um. And, like, these companies are the devil unless they want to sponsor us. And then, you know, like, they're doing good. They're helping black-owned <laughs> black businesses. It's, uh, it's, and, like, that's a segue is to figure out how to invest your money where it will directly affect Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, spend your money instead of going into a Walmart or Best Buy, which I own that stock, but invest your money – With a small business, a small American business, a mom and pop shop, someone who you know will be directly affected as a small business person. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I used to do, like, when when shit was popping off the beginning of this year, yeah, the top of this year, every Tuesday, I would find a black-owned business and spend money with it. And try my best to only spend money, only in Black-owned businesses on Tuesdays. So, I mean, it's very important that I think that we should also be responsible financially into supporting, you know, real American businesses.
0: Yeah. No, 100%. Like, you know, especially, man, going back to all those... Nonsense social justice statements that we got from all these big corporations. <laughs> and what the hell are they doing now, huh? How, how many, how many executives, black executives, have they hired? You know, uh, what whose foundations and charities are they funding? What universities are they giving money to? But anyway, yeah, Yo, you know what it uh, felt
1: like. It kind of felt like you remember the Wu Tang name generator. Like it <laughs> felt like they had a social. <laughs> A social statement generator <laughs> from all these companies.
0: Oh, uh, whoever was writing all those statements—they definitely got a bag.
1: Oh my god. One,
0: one hell of a PR stunt.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, but no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, now's the time. Like, if you if you really want to do something good, you know, before the end of this year, if you want to add some Christmas cheer, people don't understand a $50 order or a hundred dollar order mm-hmm. for a small business, a small boutique can literally shift how that person performs that month. You can help that person actually pay their bills that month, you know? So spend a little bit of, you don't have to spend all your money, but get one or two of your Christmas gifts from a small business. And it's even greater if it's from a small black owned business, uh, I'm going to do a free plug. Um, there's a site called Miria. I, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's M-I-I-R-Y-A. And the reason I shout them out, they're basically like a black Etsy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, this this chick set up the site, and it's an app. Uh, the, the site doesn't take any money from the orders, doesn't get a commission or anything. The money goes straight to... Um, straight to the, the vendor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a really dope platform. I bought a couple things from there. You know, they got real, real cool jewelry and art, you know, all kinds of stuff. But I'm telling you guys, support a black-owned business, especially find those small boutique shops because, one, you never know what those businesses are going to turn into. And those those small orders of $50, $100 can really change how that business business performs that month and you'll really really be doing a good
1: service. So you mind if I do a drop like like myself since you did one?
0: Yeah.
1: So um so I follow this other page. Um if you guys go to Instagram and type in coached by Langley, um they actually <laughs> have this they actually have this thing where you can win a month of coaching sessions. Like he's only doing four in total. Yeah. You go, you follow the page, right? At coach by Langley, that's coached Coached by Langley. You gotta like the post and then comment how you can benefit from coaching. And every Monday, I could be wrong. They announce who's a win. You hey, hey, who not, win. Not, not every Monday.
0: Not,
1: not every Monday, but specifically for the month of December. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. But yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you have to support. You have to support um, American businesses. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Support black yeah. because we got Biden. But yeah, yeah like yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Well, I, I I appreciate the plug. Um, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh wait, that's you? I know that was I'm you. That was you. <laughs> I'm launching my coaching practice. You know, um, mm-hmm. and in particular, I, I really do want to work with you know young entrepreneurs that are just starting out their business. Yeah. You know, I've been fortunate enough to run. Uh, businesses that you know have worked with really large brands um, mm-hmm. and, and big companies across the world. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see these small companies... Because, man, so much of the conversation has been about these big companies making all this money um, and their net worth just jumping through the roof this year. But at the same time, there has never been... And I, I know how this sounds but I don't think there's ever been a better time to start a business as an entrepreneur, Man. especially if you're operating in the digital space.
1: Man, there's I mean, no Yes, there's time.
0: difficulty if you're kind of in that brick and mortar space because of COVID. But remember, COVID's not going to last forever. And especially if you want to capitalize on a business that operates in the digital space, there's so much opportunity. So I know there's just like a lot of shitty stuff that's happened this year. But I really want people to see the opportunity that this year has presented people. Because people's ways of living and working has changed so much. If you just find the right niche to operate in, you can one hundred percent be successful.
1: And then think about this. What the fuck is you doing anyway? You sitting here, you listen to this <laughs> podcast, you scratching your ass. Wait, what's that commercial where the dude was trying to get you to go to college? He's like, you ain't doing
0: shit.
1: (laughs) You're sitting on the couch. You ain't doing Uh, shit anyway. Get your ass up and start a business. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're making potato salad pie, bitch. Like, figure out what it is that you love to do. Launch your business. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then who knows? A lot of people, if you would have started your business last year, right? Let's just say you made $10,000, $20,000 last year, right? Let's just say you hired one Mm -hmm. or two, three different people, right? then you saw that there was money available for you this year if you had a business. The people who got the SBA loans and who got the PPPs, mm-hmm. who got those like situations of people who had business. People realize how important it is. Figure out what it yeah. is. And if you don't know exactly what it is, start something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Start something. It is very important. You ain't doing nothing anyway. Like what you doing? <laughs> Join Emerson College, yeah. you know what I'm saying? apply today
0: <laughs> yeah man it, it's it's finding that thing you know and whether it's something that is gonna be a complete shift for you and it's going to be your full-time career having that business or it could just be a side hustle sometimes all it is is just uh, refining one particular skill yeah and that could be an additional source of income if this year has taught us anything and I this this is free game I get to anybody that I speak to find a way to have multiple sources of income.
1: My man.
0: Look, you can complain all you want and say that the system is messed up, you shouldn't have to do it, but guess what? Things are the way they are. And if you want to do more than survive you want to thrive, find ways to have multiple sources of income. Because there's options.
1: That is the most... Yo, let me tell you something, man. That has to be the biggest gym ever. So, yo, I just pulled this up, right? There's literally... There's literally, well, there's like really 11 passive incomes, but the number is mm-hmm. you have earned income from a job, right? Mm-hmm. You got profit income, yeah. interest income, dividend income, rental home income, capital gains, and royalty incomes. Get your income game up. You got to get it up, man. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to really get to become a millionaire within this lifetime where you can actually enjoy it. You got to get those streams of income up. And if, if, and if anything that twenty twenty has should should have taught you is the fact that it doesn't matter what position or job that you had before, you realize that everybody is expendable. And mm. setting up multiple sheets of income protects you. So yeah. Super yeah. important. Yeah. It
0: it's so important, you know, you know, remove that veil of, of pride that you have, right? Yeah. That says, "Oh, I'm not gonna do a certain type of work or a certain type of job." Look, I I want people to find the thing that uh, the thing that makes them happy Their that they do every day. Yeah, Let, you know, being able to live in your purpose and find ways to make money off of that. Yeah, I I really want that for everybody. Um, but I also want people to find that level of like grit within themselves. To do what's necessary to get to that point. Because some people they find it. Some people know what they want to do from the get go. Some people have to get through several jobs or several situations before they find that thing that drives them. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you gotta you gotta have your hands in, in, in multiple pots until you find that thing, um, and you find a way to like create real financial freedom. Because that's that's what I really want to see people have moving forward yeah the, the system's not perfect but find a way to make the system work for you and find a way to financial freedom
1: and you don't have to quit your day job matter of fact yeah you don't have to quit any job get another job once you find out <laughs> so let's just say you find out what your passion is right so let's just say you want to open up um um a food truck right food truck you did all the research you need You ain't got that money. Why would you quit your job? Keep your job. Work hard. That job is your motherfucking investor. You know what I'm saying? Get a second job. You know what I'm saying? Or like let's just say you don't know what your passion is yet. Keep your motherfucking job, nigga. (laughs) Get another (laughs) job until you... But what it is is you have to delve to see exactly what it is that you feel passionate about. Try different shit and... Yeah, fail forward, fail often, because that's where you're gonna get your lessons at to figure out what the fuck you want to do. Try different shit, but yeah, don't quit your day job. That's your investor. That's your first investor. (laughs) Until until you have to.
0: Right. Yeah. Until you're faced with that decision, where it's like, you know, the the way you go about it. You know, you have your day job that covers your basic expenses. Um, when you get to the point where that side hustle, that thing you're passionate about, is actually generating money, yeah. and then it becomes an issue of time, and managing your time well enough, then you get to a place where you you can make an executive decision.
1: You can scale. Am
0: yep. I ready to finally take the dive and scale the side hustle into your main business, and your main source of income? Big facts. Um, but look, there's, there's so many ways to approach it. There's no one-size-fits-all, but the important thing is to explore. You've got to explore, find the things that work for you, find the different ways you can make money, and and live live a full life. Because, look, I, <laughs> I also get that all of this isn't just about making money, but once you find a way to give yourself financial freedom, you can live your life and not just be beholden to your boss at a job
1: that you don't like. That's true. That's true. Like I was about to say, I aggressively disagree, but you're absolutely right because it is about money. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. It is about happiness because you won't be able to enjoy a solitary fucking dollar if you're fucking miserable and you're depressed. So yeah. you have to figure out what it is that you love in life, and um, and go for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think we
0: yeah.
1: uh. I think we uh. Yeah. I think we we hit everything man like i say yo like you you know am saying like we uh, once you get the stimulus package right you stack your money up you get a bunch of people up you fight for ubi and you start an llc mm-hmm. that's it
0: yeah yeah start start doing the exploring now you know so if it's ubi or a bag of money falls in your lap from somewhere else or you just hustle really hard and you stack your bread up.
1: Yeah, you work four jobs.
0: For those things that you really want to invest in, uh, other ways that you can generate income, and ways that you can create your own financial freedom. Um, That's that's genuinely what I want for everybody. Yeah. Because I I just don't feel like we live in a country where people have to be in poverty. It it certainly doesn't have to be that way. There's, There's too much money in this country Right. So whether it comes from UBI or it comes from people just working their ass off, I want people to find a way to have financial freedom and and be able to live their life.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah, I think that. Uh, Yeah, I one I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. Call me Moses, man. I want to pull everybody <laughs> up from the uh, the snares of the Pharaoh <laughs> and. <laughs> And pull them into the promised land, man. That's all I want to do, man. That's all we need to do. Yeah,
0: man. Well, we'll see. Hopefully 2021 will be be about that, man. You never know, you know? We might be talking shit about Trump or we might give you some financial
1: tips. You you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get with the Unusual (laughs) Suspects podcast, man. 100%. Matter of fact, yo, you want to give the uh, socials?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, make sure you follow us on everything unusual s podcast. We're even on TikTok now. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us. You can listen to the full episodes on Spotify. Stay tuned, man.
1: Yeah. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Please. S- stay tuned. Yes, sir. Uh, we love y'all. And um, yeah, man. Like, uh, thanks for uh, like listening. And uh, yo, we we'll see you next week.
0: See you next week, man.
1: Bum, Peace. Blah.